Hi there, this is Alyssa from Unbusy, where I teach you how to simplify your home, create routines that work for you as a work-at-home mom, and up-level your work-from-home mindset. You're in for a treat today because this is actually a live coaching call. Callie is a mom of two young kids currently living in a tiny apartment in Germany. On this call, we're going to map out a plan for her to figure out some age-appropriate chores for her kids, plus how to get her kids to consistently do them. And if you want a call just like this, but tailored to you and your problems, fill out the quick application in the link below to get started working with me, because I want you to be an amazing work-at-home mom and actually be able to get everything done. So let's make sure you truly love your work-at-home mom life. Head on over to the link below and let's make it happen. So hi, Kelly. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. Give me the two-minute brain dump on what your kids are currently doing to help out, plus their chore motivation issues. (laughs) Oh man, what are they currently doing to help out? Okay, so the answer's nothing. Then the answer's nothing. <laughs> well, they do some things. They put away their laundry. Like I have to get it out of the dryer and everything because our our stuff is stacked, and so it's up very high where they can't mm-hmm. reach it. So I get it out and fold it, uh, but they put it away, which is great. <laughs> um, they are responsible for picking up their rooms, um, toys away. I don't really have a big um, bed making policy. It doesn't really matter to me because their beds are loft beds and you can't see up there anyway. <laughs> so I don't care about that, but I do care about stuff on the floor. That's a big deal for me. Um, so they have to keep everything off the floor when they're done with toys, put them away. Um, and that's about it currently. It could be way more. I really want it to be way more. Um, I think another thing that's holding us back is our apartment is, like I said, very small. And a lot of our storage went vertical because we have to save space and they just can't reach some of those things. And I don't want them to like get on cabinets or something (laughs) like that. It's just not safe. So, um, yeah, I need some ideas and how to, um, their other thing is, uh, you know, we've tried like allowances, we've tried um, rewards or chore charts or whatever. And the kids always just seem to come back with like, well, I just don't really feel like doing it. I don't want to. (laughs) And I think, okay, but a clean house is a huge value for me. I don't, I'm not necessarily deep clean, but I want it tidy. Same here. Same here. Okay, great. So now we know what to work with. And first of all, are they nine and six now or second? They are almost nine and six. In May, they will be nine and six. Okay. That they're pretty close. All right. So that means they're really both the perfect age for chores. Rory can do quite a lot. And then Ian can be getting started because six-year-olds can actually do a fair amount. And then Rory can pretty much do most anything you want her to. At least working off my kids' ages since we're pretty close, as you know. Yeah. Now, um, going to the, if you go to the chore delegation module, Mom Life Made Easy, we'll have Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff for that. But just to walk you through some of the basic little kid and medium kid chores, obviously them dealing with putting away their own laundry is great. Are they also bringing the laundry and like putting it in the washing machine since that's the lower unit? Sometimes they will do that. Sometimes. <laughs> um, and then are they are their clothes mixed in with yours? Do you have them doing um, laundry in separate 
days? Like, how do you do the laundry? We do the kids' laundry together and then our laundry separate because that's just easier. Yeah. So stuff that Ian can do, for example, is driving laundry baskets over mm-hmm. and loading Yes. Them. Yes. And driving them to the proper person's room if you, once you've gotten it down from the dryer and being like, here's your stuff. <laughs> that's a good idea. I like the way you're saying driving. You will be well, very excited about driving anything. That, that's because uh, my boys only drive it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. Um, so yes, you can also have them doing other people's laundry in the sense of the driving to and fro. I mean, there's no particular reason since you are moving it to the dryer. So you're taking out anything that's delicate and everything, if everything's in there, there's no reason why they cannot help out for that part. So like thinking beyond their own, your room upkeep and you brush your own teeth and you bring your own dishes, like what can you do for the house? Especially since, as you said, a lot of the storage is vertical. So we may have to shift it to every chore that is kid appropriate that does not require climbing on cabinets you guys get even if it's not your own stuff you're picking up because mommy and daddy are doing this this and this for you because you're not tall enough yet Mm, that's good reasoning I like that that will resonate with them I think yeah in case you have some uh, logic minded kids (laughs) yes both of them oh my gosh Mm -hmm. okay yeah so uh what are they doing in the kitchen or nothing really um so we were having them load their dishes into the dishwasher because it's an area that they can reach easily however Jacob is very particular about how the dishes go in the dishwasher and so we never really landed on a happy place there they can't load they can load their silverware. That's the easiest drawer. That's the easiest one to do. But then Jacob is kind of particular about bowls specifically. So that kind of, sometimes they just end up on the cabinet, but they could at least be putting the silverware in the rack. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something Jacob be, would be willing to do the teaching and follow through with? No, you place it here. Or do you think he would rather they just brought their dirty bowls over and set them on the counter right there conveniently for him to deal with? I think he could probably teach them. I think he probably could. Okay, because then that way you don't have to do it and you're handing it off and it's getting done by someone other than you and eventually not him either, which would be good. Yes. Are they doing any of the unloading? Like if can they reach the silverware drawer to put away? They only drawer they could reach to put away is the silverware drawer. So I could have them do that, yeah. but I have to do everything else. The rest is very tall. I know there, there is that issue, but go ahead and have them do the silverware drawer and you could alternate days. Or if you find they work really well through teens, you can say this person does it for this meal or that meal, mm-hmm. or you just plain old give a chore. You know, if you find Rory's doing more stuff than Ian, then you say, okay, Ian, you get the silverware drawer to sort of make up for it. I mean, just kind of see. Yeah. All right. And then do you ever have food prepping things that like here, I need you to scrub potatoes and celery or table knife chop things? The potatoes, that is a big one. We eat a lot of potatoes in Germany and they come in bags that are like covered in dirt. So (laughs) there is, that is a big chore. (laughs) 
Okay. Since that is definitely something, depending on how much Ian likes dirt and scrubbing, he may, might or might not go for, but Roy for sure would be old enough to do a good job scrubbing. Yeah. You could just could. play around with who likes it and who learns how to do it well. Because yes. I think Ian would probably enjoy it more. They both like the idea of peeling, but <laughs> um, we've had a lot of accidents oh, with okay. like yeah, cutting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, I think I will just do that for now until we. Yeah. You just go with what your kids are doing. If they're really careful, they get knives. If not, no, mommy's tired of <laughs> band aids and bleeding. <laughs> Yeah, that's where I am right now. Like, no more cuts. That's yeah. not helpful. But it feels a lot easier when you're dealing with all the potato prep to suddenly say, hey, I need someone to do potatoes. And if it needs to be a, I need someone to do it in the next 40 minutes, or if mm. you need to do an immediate, okay, when I ask for potatoes, I need the volunteer now, or you will be voluntold, you know, whichever. Mm. That's um, good. If it doesn't matter too much, you can say, do it, do it a couple hours ahead and they'll just sit there drying on the counter. Yeah, that's not bad either. Mm-hmm. They could do it even after school or something yeah. like that when they come home. And then if it sits there, it's fine. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, that sounds good. Uh, what yeah. about, obviously, room cleaning? You've got that under control. Uh, what about, like, general house cleaning? Uh, remind me, are you um, vacuuming or sweeping? We have uh, wooden floors, so okay. we have to sweep. We do not have, we have carpets, but Jacob has to take those outside and we have to beat them and they're <laughs> so heavy. This no. is not really something they can do. Okay. So, um, sweeping. so sweeping. Yes. Okay. So Rory is definitely old enough to sweep. Uh, our six-year-olds do not sweep very well if they want to I let them they're usually a little better about dust panning but again they're not terribly good at it so that might be more of a Rory chore but yeah she is definitely old enough to be roped into that whether it's the sweeping up in the kitchen after all the crumbs or the you tracked what (laughs) right yes which the tracking, we don't have that problem too much because um, we have to take the shoes off at the door because you can't wear yeah. shoes in the apartment. So well, that we don't have that too often, which is nice. Great. So yeah, how often would you be sweeping? Is this more like once a week or closer to once a day? It's once a day okay. for sure. Yeah. We have such a big messy eaters. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. So I would just end up saying she can have, you know, maybe Ian gets the silverware and whichever one of them you want for the potato scrubbing. And then Rory gets the daily house sweeping. And that will help. I like that. Especially for, I don't know if you have a lot of leftovers to put away after suppers. Yes. Jacob's typically. helping people. Like if you're doing leftover put away, he's helping people load the dishwasher and then she's sweeping. It's not like you guys are doing all of the cleanup. Right. This is good. I think one of my other questions that I have is how do I get them, like, what do I say to motivate them into this is towards, like, if you're in this family, this is part of your job now or like is it sort of an age thing oh well you're six and you're nine now and it's time for chores or like I don't know what what is the what's the introductory talk (laughs) (laughs) pretty much that um we did that and then it became more like the parenting follow-through of 
mm-hmm. you know, however you got them to clean their rooms, the whole, this is a new expectation. Sorry, you got to obey mommy. Um, now it's yeah. the new thing of this is your chore. Um, our nine-year-old doesn't always remember to do his kitchen chore. So if he doesn't remember, I'm like, okay, it's okay. He's only nine. Even though it's right. been a couple of years that he's been doing it, I will remind him because he will go to bed without doing it, you know, if I don't. Mm. So when they get preteen teenager age, yes, they remember <laughs> on their own typically. <laughs> but yes. until then, you're doing the remembering form and saying, oh, remember, before you go off and play or whatever, you need to sweep the kitchen or you need to bring your dishes over with daddy or, you know, something like that. And then okay. it's just that daily upkeep of the parental reminders of, yes, but remember, we still need to do this. And whatever you're doing for the whole room pickup enforcement, basically, I would just transfer okay. that kind of whatever language or motivation that is. And or if it's just like, we are not getting motivated to do this. This is just a check the box and be done with it. Yeah. <laughs> this little effort. Well, and for Rory, she also really values having like a clean space. And mm-hmm. so- she naturally wants to clean up and tidy. Ian could care less. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I really have to sit with him and be like, okay, we're going to put this away now. Okay. We're going to put this away now. Um, So it requires a lot more reminding. (laughs) Yeah. Our six-year-old took a fair while before he would be able to independently do room pickup type stuff and then he decided he might like it if he's in the right mood and he can banish everyone else and do it on <laughs> his own <laughs> or if he can pick which share of the room since he has a shared room <laughs> but it definitely yeah. helps when they are naturally tidy That's yeah that makes a huge difference yes um other things we've used for chore motivation is we have tried the if you got done by x p.m we can have time to go to the park or that sort of a thing so if you know there's a kind of a the light will be gone by this time so if you're done before then you know we have time then it's on them how speedily they do it it's not you just saying well please hurry up and do it because the faster it's done the better I like it (laughs) you know you're you're giving them a a motivation um it depends if you guys do a lot of walks or park outings so that may work best if it's a more frequent thing we can't do it in the winter yeah. Because the sun goes down at like 4.30. Yeah. But then we could do it in the spring and summer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then if you have something different you do in the winter that's more indoors, you know, any yeah. hot chocolate or family movie nights or whatever, you know, the whole, we'll pull this mm-hmm. out if it's done by X time because you're going to bed at this time and you have to still brush your teeth or, you know, that kind of a thing. Right. Right. Um, that's the a other good idea. thing you can do is almost like the reverse allowance method. So if they're getting some money, apparently it's a psychological brain trick that we do not like giving up money we already have. So if you Mm. find them for not doing the chore or not keeping the room clean, so you can be like sitting there saying, here's your nickel, here's your room cleanup thing. But then you turn around and you come in the next day and you're like, oh, you didn't pick it up. Give me back that nickel. It has more of an effect than just saying, mm-hmm. oh, you didn't clean your room this week. No money for you. You're, you're actively oh, making wow. when you have stuff to... from the piggy bank. <laughs> I see. Man, yeah. Especially Ian, that would be mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really, really motivating. <laughs> the other thing we've done is if someone is like, but I don't want to do my chore. And if you feel like you really can't handle it, you say, oh, okay. Oh, so uh, 
other kid, would you like to earn that amount of money? Oh, yeah, yes. And then the first kid immediately is like, wait, wait, let me have my chore back. I'm not giving my sibling money. <laughs> I see. That is a good idea. It works really well with the motivated ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. Pro- provided Rory is willing to earn money off of Ian's chores. If she doesn't care less, it won't work as well to do the sibling version, but at least the give me money back if you don't do your stuff or if you do it do a terrible job at it yes that's the one that i frequently run into doing the terrible job at it Mm -hmm. then i think okay how do i but this is a good idea the offering the other one a chance to do the job especially i think ian would be very affected Mm -hmm. by that you're like well okay we could try to motivate the person slumping and grumping around the kitchen for 20 minutes or we could just say okay that's your choice do you want to do the thing oh yeah maybe maybe maybe." yeah no i think that'd be highly motivating and they're still grumpy but they immediately go and do the chore (laughs) (laughs) which is what you want in the first place (laughs) right that's good yeah Okay, let's see. And then later on, the second question you asked was dealing with kids who won't pare down. Mm, so I can yes. definitely understand where you're coming from because when I was Rory's age, I kept every single card or paper my friends ever gave me. So I had bins and bins of these things. Um, yes. So here's what I do with my kids and let's see if it works for you. When they're about Ian's age, I give them a magazine folder mm. and say, this is your special papers box. And then I give them... Oh, I don't know, like a double size shoe box, just like an Amazon box, some random mm-hmm. container you've got laying around the house and say, this is your toy to things that are too big. Craft projects are too big to be a, a paper that goes flat. Mm-hmm. So you have mm-hmm. two things, one's for papers, one's for large items. You, the parent, choose the size. That way it's not spreading, you know, all over their desk. On the flip side, having yeah. a box, even if it's a bigger than 12 by 12 inch box is probably not bad. And then the rule is if stuff is falling over the sides and you have to really carefully heap it to make it stay in, you have too much and we're going to have to sit down and go through it. Mm, That's good. So you make the box be the bad guy and the box is the limit and as opposed to you. Mm, The box is the bad guy. I like this idea because right now it kind of just sits in a corner on the side of their desks and then it just like falls off mm-hmm. but if we had a container hmm, yeah that's a good idea yeah and then someone like Rory may choose to naturally go through her box whenever it gets too full someone like Ian may need help to go through when it gets too full but you can yes. do a thing like okay well can we take a picture on the phone if that's some artwork thing you really like before we get rid of it and it's it's showing them that you have you're picking the favorites and eventually with time sometimes things drop to the bottom and it's the least favorite and we enjoyed it for a while and I'm not saying you can't keep what your friends give you just we don't have the space you know look this is a small apartment we just live in Germany right this is what we're dealing with Right. Yeah. Well, and I think too, Rory really is very sentimental and she enjoys the process of going through the pile and seeing like, oh, (laughs) this friend gave me this or, oh, I made this with this friend. And Mm -hmm. I think, well, that's really good, but I think maybe we can pick like our greatest hits or something and (laughs) figure Mm -hmm. out what those are. (laughs) Yeah. And if you really have to, 
you could make the special album on your phone or even print them out if you had to and stash them in the special papers box and be like, look, here's the photographic evidence of all those special projects, if that would take up less space, depending on if she's more papers or bigger 3D things. more papers. Because papers, she's you can more... cram a lot in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Ian is more of a project guy, so things mm-hmm. with toilet paper rolls and mm-hmm. pom-poms yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, giving that, making the space be the limit has really worked a lot better for us. And then when the space is too full, we're like, okay, well, uh, is there a toilet paper tube that got kind of crushed? Do you want to get rid of that one? And he right. says, hums and haws. And he's like, no, I'm not going to get rid of any of those this time, but I will get rid of this one. I'm like, great. Okay. You chose. That's the idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just don't, because I, I think like you're saying, making the box be that guy, I think it's frequently like, oh, mom's making us get rid of stuff again, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, well, mm-hmm it's this is just the law of nature we only have so much area and then we run out and then ian's frequently is like well what if we just had more what if we get like another box or what if we get like (laughs) another shelf and i'm like that's not how this works (laughs) (laughs) yeah and one thing that helped me when i was roy's age was i didn't necessarily want to let go of things because i knew that meant they're going to the trash i preferred to give them i don't know how much she gives in terms of papers and art to her friends but if you encourage it as a absolutely that's beautiful now let's give it to a good home it is now a gesture of your affection for that person like this can Mm. go two ways you receive and you give yeah that's really good I like that especially with um they her she and her friends really like making bracelets those Mm -hmm. loom band bracelet things and we have like a mountain of those mm-hmm. and they all have special meaning and I keep encouraging her let's skip them away maybe <laughs> yeah or stash some when you come back to the U.S. like this is your personal thing of anybody you meet you want to give stuff to when we go back like bring That's along really a couple dozen and you can just be like here you go here you go I made this and she can explain all the special meetings and everyone will be really impressed (laughs) yes that's an excellent idea I like that great well was there another question you'd like to dive into hmm um okay I have one more question on allowance type stuff um I so for my kids um, who are six and nine, I'm trying to figure out like what is the appropriate amount of money because Rory has a very good understanding of money. She is almost in fourth grade. like She knows how money works and everything, but Ian has zero clue how money works. And so I'm like, but they can see that if they get different amounts, it's not really fair and or it, it doesn't seem fair. And so I'm trying to figure out how to explain this to mostly to Ian, if you have any ideas about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we ended up doing is basically big kids and little kids and or you guess to be a big kid. So in our house, the big kids all get approximately the same amount of money because they un- understand money. The little kids don't. They get like the bare minimum amount of money. So they feel like they are getting stuff to be like mm. the big kids. And then what helps a little bit is then I tie the money to specific chores. Like let's count up how many chores you're doing and then whatever denomination you're choosing, whether that's pennies, quarters, dollars, whatever, you get one of each for each chore. 
Mm. And then, especially if Rory's doing more than Ian because she's older, taller, more capable, whatever, you have a logical reason to then explain why so-and-so is getting more money than you are. And you can also say, and when you are that age, you will learn how to do all those things. Therefore, you will get the same amount of money, (laughs) you know? Yeah, that's good. That's good. He often just gets stuck on... (sighs) why am I not bigger? And I'm like, oh, don't worry. It's coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll think about that some more. And two, it's been really tricky because I know how much I would pay them in dollars, but Mm -hmm. I have to think about how I would do it in euros. And Mm -hmm. the worth of everything is a little bit different. And what you can buy with a euro is different than a dollar. But it takes some research. Yes. I think the other thing we're working on is um, spending. Like Rory will have, you know, modeling clay she wants to buy. She likes to buy that kind of thing or paint. She really mm-hmm. likes buying that kind of stuff, art supplies. And then Ian wants to save up and buy something really big, you know, and it will take him such a long time to, you know, do all these chores. But man, I think if we were to maybe like print a picture of the thing that he wants and like put it in his bedroom, maybe he would be more willing to do the chores and work yeah. toward it. And then what we found is, again, since they aren't earning very much at six, we really rely yeah. on the birthday and Christmas money from relatives to suddenly yes. say basically twice a year, you get to go buy the big thing. And you're pretty much not going to in between, but look, your money is earning up to it and it will be a great addition to those occasions because it's 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 hmm. not much when they're token amounts and they don't understand money yet it, it's not gonna be worthwhile <laughs> right yeah that's the last thing I want is to have something that's not worthwhile be the focus yeah so I've just not bothered to try to teach him our six-year-old money with that and say yes at your birthday, when you get some money, we can see how much allowance money you have and you can buy it then and figure, man, when he's seven or eight, he'll start catching on. And until then, I'm just not going to worry about it. And the yeah. nine and up crowd will sit around, hey, mom, how much money do I have in my allowance? Mm, okay, just a little bit longer, you know. Right. Yeah, man. And I think that's kind of how we play it too. We just, uh, the birthdays of Christmas, try to do something a little bit more there. Yeah. Ian really wants a drone. I'm like, oh man, (laughs) (laughs) this is too much for me. (laughs) You and dad can have this project. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Anyway, I think that's all my questions. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this with us, Kelly, and letting our listeners see what it looks like to actually plan out chores for your kids and deal with allowance and sentimental hoarding and all of that good stuff. Yeah, no problem. That's such a gift. And I hope your new chore hacks and ideas make a big difference. Me too. I think they will. Okay. And remember to our listeners, if you want calls like this every week, but tailored to you and your problems, just fill out this quick application to get started working with me because I want you to be an amazing work at home mom and actually be able to get everything done. So let's make sure you truly love your work at home mom life. Head on over to the link I've included below and let's do this. That's all for now. Have a wonderful day.